Hello and welcome back to the Real Talk Podcast, where we talk about things that you should have learned in school, but didn't. I'm your host, Victoria, a teen librarian from Connecticut. This is the extension of the program that I do with my teens called Almost Adults. Disclaimer, I am not a professional. The things that I talk about are from my own research and my own personal experience. If you have any tips or tricks, feel free to leave them in the comments below. Last time, we talked about how to find a job, how to apply for a job, and what the qualifications on job postings actually mean. This time, we'll be talking about job etiquette, what happens after you get a job and how you should act at that job to impress your boss and also to not be miserable while you're at work, which is actually really important. (laughs) Alright, so my first job etiquette tip, even though this mostly helps you out instead of helping your job out, always plan to be 10 minutes early. So this way, even if you're running late, you'll still be on time when you get there. For example, if you had to be at work at 1130 and you're 20 minutes away from your job, plan to leave your house at 11. So this gives you a 10 minute bumper either for traffic or bad weather. If you accidentally sleep through your alarm a couple times because you kept on hitting snooze. If you know you're carrying all your stuff out to your car and you spill coffee all over your shirt and you have to go in and change. This way you have a 10 minute buffer. So that takes a lot of stress off of you having that buffer. And even if you get to work early, you can just sit in your car and look at Instagram or scroll through TikTok and easily be able to relax and mentally prepare yourself for going into work. So having at least 10 minutes as a buffer is something that's helped me a lot and I know has helped a lot of other people a lot. And arriving early to work is never a bad thing. Your boss will really appreciate the fact that you're not late all the time because at a lot of jobs, there are a lot of people who are late a lot of the time. The second tip I have is to adhere to the guidelines at your job. Follow the rules. It seems really simple, but following the basic rules of your job is going to help you in the future with other jobs when your job needs to give you a reference. Or if you want to stay in this job, it'll help you get a promotion. It will also help you stay off of the bad side of your manager because that's the last place you want to be, especially if you're going to be stuck at that job for a while. Another tip that is pretty straightforward is to work hard. If you go to work and you plan to do your best at that job when you're there, the days are going to go by faster, you'll be more focused, so you're going to have less time to think about other stuff, and your managers are really going to notice. Even if they don't really do anything about it, they'll definitely notice, which again, going back to the previous tip, it could help you in the future with other jobs when you leave this one to apply to a new one. Something that I wish I learned a long time ago, especially when I was working retail, don't be afraid to call out if you're actually sick or have an actual emergency. Your boss shouldn't want you to come in when you're sick because then you're going to get the rest of the team sick and then a lot more other people are going to call out. Especially during COVID, if you are not feeling well, please, please, please call out sick. 
If you're in Connecticut, the state has mandates and laws and budgets to help you if your job won't pay you for staying out sick. If you're sick, don't go to work. Also, a lot of jobs... mm, I don't know if it's a lot of jobs. When I worked retail, every time I called out, my manager tried to make me feel very, very guilty for not coming in to try to convince me to come in. This is extremely immoral and... Keep in mind that your job would replace you in a second if they wanted to. Maybe that's not great advice, but especially when working retail, it is so true that it's almost painful. If you call in and say, hey, I'm not feeling well, I have to take the day off, and they try to tell you that, you know, they really need you to come in and they're really short-staffed and it's been really busy, so they really need you. None of that is your problem. You are not the manager. It is not your fault that the company is understaffed. You aren't feeling well. You have sick days. You have rights as a worker. You have to make sure to take care of yourself at the end of the day too because your mental health and your physical health is more important than your managers not being able to cover you because again, that's not your issue. That's the manager's issue. And this is only if you're actually not feeling well. If you're hungover or if you just woke up and don't feel like going to work today, that doesn't count. Neither of those things are covered. That's only if you're actually sick or if you have an actual emergency. Because if you call out too often for the same thing, that will definitely get you fired. So if you're actually sick and you're actually having an emergency, don't feel bad when you call out. This next one might sound rough, especially if you're working a job that you don't really like, but find little things to enjoy. If you enjoy what you do, even just enjoying aspects of what you do, it'll make your life better and thus make your work environment better. So even if you can't fully enjoy it, finding little things that you enjoy will help make you much less miserable. I get it. I've worked the retail jobs. I've worked the food industry jobs. They can be great sometimes. A lot of the times they're not great. Finding the little things will help make your life much, much, much more bearable while you're at work. And it really, really does make a difference. Trust me. (laughs) This one is not from my personal experience, but from... Again, most of these are just tips and tricks if you're going to work a retail job. (laughs) A lot of people work retail. A lot of the times retail jobs are really rough. Leave your home stuff at home. Again, this might be easier said than done. If you're having a rough time at home, you can view coming to work as a break from whatever you have going on at home. If you got finals going on, if you've got other home stuff going on that you're really stressed about, you can't do anything about any of that while you're at work. You're at work, you got a job to do, you got money to make, and taking your mind off of the stressful stuff can also help you in the long run too. You know, giving yourself a little bit of a break and de-stressing a little bit, super helpful. So this one, Again, I have never seen it end well. Don't date the people you work with. It will end. 
and it will end badly. And then work will be super awkward, not just for you two, but for the entire rest of the team. And one of you might have to quit. Not even just having to quit because it got awkward. A lot of jobs, especially, again, the retail and the food industry jobs, do not allow you to work with the people that you're dating. It's just never a good idea. There is a saying that I'm not going to say on the podcast, (laughs) but it's about not doing a certain thing where you eat. It's just a bad idea. Just don't do it. (laughs) It's not worth it. (laughs) So this one is don't take on more than you can handle. Doing extra stuff at work is really great, and it's a great way to beef up your resume, but burning yourself out is a really bad idea because then you might have to leave the job or you're going to be out sick for a while. Make sure you know your limits. Burning out is really scary and it's really rough and nobody should have to go through that. So don't put yourself in a situation where you could experience burnout. Most of the time, it's not worth it. (laughs) So... Updating your resume, a lot of people only do right before they're about to apply to a new job. It's a lot easier if you update your resume as you go. When you leave a job and you're applying to other jobs, you can forget everything that you did at your job. Another thing that a lot of people, including myself, have had issues with is underselling yourself. If you were at work and you worked at the register, you have money handling experience, which is huge because that shows that you can be responsible and that you can be trusted with money transactions and that you know stuff like basic math skills. Don't, definitely don't undersell what you did. It might feel like while you're working there that you're not doing a lot, but especially if you keep track of it while you're there, it can turn into a pretty hefty (laughs) chunk of stuff, which is really great because then you'll have more stuff to put on your resume when you're tailoring your resume to every job. Again, if you want to learn more about that or what we talked about, you can check out the other episode. And the last point that I have are communication skills. You will need to communicate with other people, whether that be on the phone, whether that be in person, it could be through email, in every single aspect of your life and every single job you will ever have in your entire life you will need to communicate with another human being with other companies with people from other countries communication skills are so 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 important i'm not saying that you need to be the best communicator in the world but having basic communication skills are super important You don't have to take a class on communication. You don't have to take a public speaking class. Things like playing online games with your friends and having that team communication, doing call outs, making sure you guys know where you are, working together as a team. We do Dungeons and Dragons here at the library. Being able to work in a team like that, being able to communicate with your teammates, seeing what they're doing, especially in combat, is really important. That stuff can all help you develop communication skills. The more you text, the more you will understand what good communication skills are, how to word things in order to get your point across through a text. 
parents might not really like hearing that part, but the more communication that you have with other people, the better your communication skills will be and it will help you in a job is what I'm saying. (laughs) All right. And this brings us to the end of our episode. So once again, I'm Victoria and this has been the Real Talk Podcast.